0: Welcome to the Port Charles update with your hosts, Mish and Mel. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hello. Hello. It's, it's me. It's fun times. I don't. <laughs> fun times, Mish. Okay. <laughs> I was like, like I, feel, I feel like I needed to add more to make that a label of myself and I just stopped, I gave up part way through. Oh, it's just going
1: to be a one. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, stick around, stick around. We're going to, let's start with Sante. That's what we call them, right? Because they're an official couple now.
1: There was hand-holding and a lot of, like, cute faces and telling a story together in front of his dad.
0: <laughs> all that build-up. They just showed up and they were all holding hands being like, we traveled together. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and then they filled them all in about the whole Drew thing, um. And then they divided and conquered, right? So Dante got some alone time with his papa, and Carly and Sam went to go catch up. So they're having like shop talk, I guess. And mm-hmm. then I love the way Sunny like funnily awkward. What that's not a word, eh? Funnily, it is. Oh, it feels like a funnel. Um, (laughs) Sunny just sort of, like, changed the subject to him and Sam to distract him. It was really cute. Like, Dante was all like, oh, it's done. It's awkward. (laughs) I liked it.
1: I liked seeing them together. I liked that. I thought it was interesting because I felt like, you know, through the couple of weeks since sunny has been back, or it may have been a day, we don't know, it's poor Charles' time. Right. That he, we, he wavers between the Mike and Sunny situation. So I felt like when he wanted to speak to Dante in private, he wanted to say more. But then it's like Sonny caught up with him in his brain. He's like, oh, wait, I can't say more. I can't ask for more. I cannot dig anymore. I have to, like, put that wall up again between us. And then the True. way he found to connect with him is to talk about Sam.
0: Yeah, I mean, we've we've talked about this. The biggest barrier between, you know, Dante being as close or as in with the family is really his job because he was Sonny's right-hand man at one point in time.
1: Yeah, and I felt like there was a little bit of that. He wanted to lean on him. He He wanted to kind of pick his brain about the whole Cyrus thing, like for real.
0: Well, yeah, because he would have been useful. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, whatever. Like he decided to go back to that life, and it's fair. That was his mm. his job. But then it was kind of fun watching, you know, Sam and Carly getting together and chatting, and the fact that Carly was so excited for Sam and happy for them.
1: I love it, and I love when they walked away from the situation, and Sam's like, "I think we got their blessing."
0: <laughs> yeah, I know that was really really cute. Like saying that they didn't need it, but it makes their life easier, and it's just. It's an interesting comment. I mean, I guess Sam knows what it's like to not have Carly's approval,
1: right. Like, and she's still in the peripheral of her life because, ok, fine, she's not dating her best friend anymore, but, you know, Dante's sunny son,
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they're still going to be in each other's lives. And I mean, look, I, I I like to think that there's some value to the friendship they built without Jason, so Carly is happy. And she happened to make a very significant statement with a very interesting responds. So when Carly walks away from the table, she says, the detective and the former con artist. And then Sunny says, stranger things have happened.
1: Right. Oh, my God. My mouth is like, yeah, Just you just you. wait and see Carly. I feel super bad, but wait.
0: <laughs> right. And I find that, you know, for a while now, since Sunny's returned, she is a lot more vulnerable, wears her heart on her sleeve, and she's really extra emotional and huggy and affectionate when he's around. Like, Mm -hmm. super grateful, right? Because unlike Sonny, she experienced what it was like to lose him. He didn't. He just remembered her and went back home. Exactly. Um, But, yeah, so the detective and the former con artist, so I guess that is the mob, kingpin and the fashion editor?
1: Yeah, if you want to call her
0: that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So I don't know about you, but were you not so excited to see, or maybe even shocked a little bit? I was in a really good way to see Olivia and Carly walk into the Savoy
1: I was so happy because I love like their their friendship I love how honest they are with each other and it's just really nice seeing them in that sort of more fun environment as opposed to like business and where stuff happens it's like exactly we've seen right we've had more and more interaction with them like obviously our favorite was at the bachelorette party and then I was like okay where is this gonna go like how is this gonna turn out and I just loved how They opened up to each other. Like, I love their level of friendship. Like, it's honesty, it's compassionate, it's knowing each other in a way far above and beyond, like, business partners, obviously, and they're truly friends.
0: So I felt it was very behind-the-scenes-like. I don't know why, okay? One, I thought it was so cool because they acknowledged the Savoy and wanting to steal the bartender and checking out the competition. So I thought that was really cool. It felt behind-the-scenes because, like you pointed out, we saw them outside of just talking about, like, outside of the Metro Court, basically.
1: Yes. You know?
0: Like, pulling the curtain back a little on their personal lives. It was almost like getting to see, like... Well, it was, it was exactly that. Carly and Livia after hours is what it felt like. And there was another little comment that also made me feel like um, like very behind the scenes. Like, oh my gosh, are they really saying this? Like more real, I guess. Um, when Carly kind of acknowledges later on to Curtis after the incident, something like, I am so sorry. I should have had my bodyguards here, but like, I wanted to be like conspicuous.
1: And yes. I thought that was
0: interesting. Like she acknowledged her fame. Within the town.
1: Right? I thought that was really neat. It really, you're right. The way you're explaining it with the whole behind the scenes and getting a glimpse into, quote unquote, what their real lives look like after they finish work.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's what it Um, felt like.
1: And I love that. And I I do love um, how Curtis reacted was very reactive to them and we'll go back before we jump ahead um I just love how vulnerable Carly was with Olivia but it took Olivia kind of asking a little bit and and poking but it was really nice to hear her say it because we've been watching her we've been seeing yes! through it, everything and we just we finally heard the things we've been talking about
0: you know, that's so funny because that's what was notable for me too is like, oh my gosh, she said it. It's not like we didn't know, but I liked it. You know, she got to talk to Olivia and Olivia doesn't hold back, right? And she also mm-hmm. knows Sunny really, really well. So the fact that she pointed things out like, really? He turned the other cheek? That's weird. And to have right? Carly be like, right? Isn't that? So it was really nice having a space to like acknowledge the changes in his behavior and the fact that she says, I don't feel like I could know him like the back of my hand or know exactly or predict what he'll do.
1: Yes. And okay. And she even talked about, you know, I love when Olivia brought up, you know, nine months is a long time to be away from somebody and the whole reconnecting thing. And then Carly just kind of admitting also that she's just trying to see the positive and everything and trying to be very flexible in this situation because she just she's happy to have him back
0: and you see that that's a really cool part right Mm -hmm. is that she articulated something and said it out loud but that's the vibe we've been getting right utterly grateful always staring at him like in disbelief that he's there Yes. and just walking around like really vulnerable um, and also she's trying to honor his wishes because I guess I guess there w- that was a lot of um, information because if this was before she would have known how to play it and right now yes. she's very tentative because she's actually not sure how he's going to react to certain things like the fact that he told her to back off of Nina and there's nothing to be done there that's throwing her huh okay yeah so that was a very telling conversation between the two of them
1: it really was. And I, I had hoped that Olivia would give a little bit more to her situation with me Meg. too.
0: Me too. Because I figured Carly would be a good person to kind of talk to um about it. Mother to mother to hear somebody who cares about Olivia to get that perspective. I actually thought that's where we were going to make some headway, but me it wasn't. It, nope. wasn't, it wasn't, it <laughs> wasn't. They first got interrupted by Gladys, who's, insane oh, and i love watching carly deal with her and being annoyed because she's a whole other beast right it's not like going head to head with like some kind of enemy like going head to head with like an ava right it's going against her gladys is a uh, entirely different kind of experience and it's always (laughs) it's always fun to watch and she was right there caught up in the action when joey novak showed up she's so good for like
1: her facial expressions when she's like staring back and forth and just connecting who it is and she's like oh yeah i dated
0: your uncle (laughs) oh my like 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 she's so (laughs) insane she's so insane you know i love that whole conversation but i think my favorite part Mm -hmm. was how fast Carly stood up to go toe-to-toe with him
1: yes it was her mob queen I
0: was like right like she didn't miss a beat and when Joey Novak said your entire family is fair game I mean immediately i thought about joss because he had a run-in with her right and that Mm -hmm. would be so complicated if joss did get involved because joss herself like i don't know if you've even noticed wardrobe wise and even her hair her hair has appeared like you know carly has that volumey carly blonde hair yes and i don't know if you've noticed the way like they've positioned joss like i find i don't know about you but the aesthetic is more carly Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's just me but even like the way that the hair is the volume all of it particularly today in the scenes that she had the looks that she had it's definitely like a like a, a mini Carly Ooh. so hats. it so it would be interesting right because if somehow Joss got involved like Joss may not care in the end it's not the same as if Cameron or Trina were kidnapped. So could you imagine Joss Mm -hmm. gets pulled into a mob war? Mm -hmm. Obviously Jax would lose his mind. But how bad would it be if at the end of the day, Joss is like, no, like I'm all good. I can handle it. Like I I could see her reacting that way, right? Like not making it scare her. Like she went toe to toe with Joey Novak. She was really like had her mom's back when she suspected her mom took over right, pushing to get information working with her, like, oh why did you tell dad? so it's just interesting, like a little mini mob queen in the making as well, so I feel like it would be really complicated if Joss got pulled into something it'd be really (laughs) bad there would be a massive divide basically between Joss and her father, like it wouldn't be like, oh no, Jack's battling Carly like the line would be drawn between him and them
1: yes, so much oh my gosh
0: so while this is what was interesting though right because we're like mm-hmm. oh look at carly going toe-to-toe with him so like she's actually still doing her thing meanwhile sunny's out somewhere we talking about joey novak <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was so hard for me like you just like the fact i know he has to because we have to see cyrus on screen but indulging cyrus going all this way and literally it felt like he was talking to a toddler because it took like Come on, tell me. Just like tell me. I don't want to come back. Just call me. I'm not okay, coming back. Last chance. Last chance. <laughs> last chance. Three, two, one. You better tell me.
0: <laughs> yeah, he definitely did a lot of that. Um, totally. I did like the way that he kind of messed with Cyrus. You could tell it was getting to him. Yes. Um, but yeah, ultimately he did go on a plane to have a conversation about Joey Novak. And I just thought it was <laughs> it was interesting. It was interesting to show it to us that way. Right? That she's in the thick of things and there he is. And, you know, obviously Cyrus is pulling some sort of strings because it looks like Joey Novak wasn't directly in line after his uncle died. That somebody else was and that person is somehow dead. (laughs) Um, and And then the fact that there is a danger of having somebody like Joey Novak. So, like, while Cyrus is warning Sunny that, like, a hothead with everything to prove could be dangerous, Curtis was offering Carly the exact same advice.
1: Yes! Um, so interesting.
0: And then, like, I mean, look, we know, and I mean, like, Sonny didn't do that, right? We have, like, yeah. Curtis's mystery dad. Um, <laughs> we still keep calling
1: him that. <laughs> So,
0: Curtis's mystery dad is on the pier, and all we hear the following episode is that Joey Novak is, like, he's, he's in the hospital. Beaten
1: to death, yes. yeah, he's In the hospital, fighting for his life. But I'm like, this old well-dressed man beat up this guy <laughs>
0: that's exactly what was going through my mind and I'm like I okay because first of all I felt like I missed something because it was right? immediate they were just talking about it in reference like I hear he's in the hospital so like Sonny goes in and, and basically doesn't deny that it that it was him right he kind of yeah. allows Joey Novak to think that he did that mm-hmm. and how did you feel about Sonny visiting him and how he handled that whole visit
1: Well, again, it's like, I think he's just trying to find his groove, and he he doesn't know where that line is of who he is anywhere, so he pushes it a little bit into, like, that old-school mob place. Like, in the end, he got what he wanted, but the whole, like, closing the windows and, like... I don't know if he pinched him or
0: whatever he did to his He arm. poked. He poked him. He, just poked, he him. just poked his tummy. He was like, "Does this hurt?" <laughs> yeah, there's more where that came from. <laughs> exactly.
1: Exactly. It was.
0: Like,
1: I, I was like, "What is actually happening?" But when he started talking, I'm like, "Okay, there's Sunny. He's being he was threatening. Yeah,
0: he was threatening, but for like,
1: sure. not too much. He, he was he was just wavering, trying to find his way. But yeah, when he poked him, I'm like, "Did he pinch him or did he like legit just poke him?" <laughs>
0: I mean, it was well played. He basically said, if you if you mess around with my family two to three more times, I will take your life. Um, and I was just like, how is that going to work? How do you just take an entire organization? But whatever, he did it. So this is really interesting. When he leaves Cyrus and he, like, I think calls Carly or gets her message or whatever, he says, like, "I'm I'm back. I'm going to take care of everything. But we okay. saw what we saw, right? Like, I mean... He didn't do, like, you know what I mean? Like, Carly handled things. Joey Novak wound up in the hospital. And what Sonny did was he showed up and just poked him and then took his stuff. Not that that's a, like, I mean, that was still a big deal, right? He did He did still walk away with the whole organization.
1: He did, but when he said that line, it was, like, possibly the most unconvincing thing I've ever seen. Like, I feel bad for Carly because she was really good at that role. And she handled it very well. And she needed Jason's help. Just for, you know, because she was a normie and not considered part of a mob, um, you know, what do they call it? The job structure, you know, that chart, (laughs) organizational chart of the mob. (laughs) And so this whole Sonny claiming to be back, it's, it's one more line that he's just trying to convince himself that he's doing the right thing because... When he was with Nina, he was like, I'm the good guy. I don't do anything bad. And he's still struggling, I think, between that line of, like, good and bad and where his ethics lie and what he wants to do, what he's willing to compromise. Whereas Carly is still in the same mindset. Yeah. So it's, like, it's going to be interesting to see how they agree or disagree on what moves forward. Because Carly was trying to get information from him at some point And he was kind of yeah. like, it's okay, it's taken care of. And, and you can see in her face, she's like, well, tell me what happened.
0: <laughs> yeah, so she's she's... She's being very tentative and careful around him. But, yeah, like, for now, things are going well. But as things maybe heat up, she may want to be very much involved in making the moves. And if she thinks he has two organizations to run, she might want to know if right? he needs an assist. Right? we'll see, right? This is just the, the tip of the iceberg, right, in, in, in their new life together.
1: Exactly. And, like, just another point of, like, weirdness that Sunny says. So when he got back and Carly hugged him and he started talking about the weather.
0: Okay. Yeah. So that wasn't just me. <laughs> was, okay.
1: I thought I missed something. I, I rewound and I watched. I'm like, okay, so he's talking about the weather and how he legit got here. I am super confused. Is he making awkward small talk?
0: Oh yeah. Is <laughs> that what that was demonstrating? Because me. yeah. Also for me, because I watched too much. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. (laughs) No, but it kind of goes to, like, you know, what Carly's expressing. Like, we're trying. Like, we're working on it. But when she saw him, she hugged him immediately. But, yeah, honestly, for me, too, it was bizarre. Like, I did not understand that When I'm like, did he just say the weather was weird and he didn't know how he got here? I'm like, I'm going to let that slide. (laughs) I'm just going (laughs) to jump right past that. But it might be a nod to just the awkwardness, really.
1: I I think it was. And then like, I really enjoyed those. Ooh, tell, tell.
0: Okay. All right. So this, um, when Sonny was in there, did you not catch this line at first? I was like, Ooh, how like possessive. And then I was like, Oh, double meaning. He's like, you threatened my wife. There's no coming back from that. And I was like, uh, Nina, (laughs) are you talking to Joey? Which one? (laughs) <laughs> who are you talking to <laughs> so it was kind of interesting to hear him say that right because it speaks to what olivia said earlier yes. about like oh really turning the other cheek seriously even elizabeth was willing oh, i to... was
1: just gonna say that i loved their conversation i loved the right anger in elizabeth's face and carly was just kind of fascinated by what she was saying like it was right? such an amazing scene with the two of them and i oh i i was like Props to you, Elizabeth. You went to the dark side when you helped hide Peter's non-murder murder. Go,
0: girl. And look how much more likable it makes her. Like, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> but I but I just was, like, fascinated with that conversation. Even Carly was like, you're on my side. Like, you're feeling <laughs> defensive of me. And, like, let's not forget, mm. though, like, she recently experienced that, right? The way that Peter got involved with her family and the lengths that she went to, right? Like, yes. she didn't care. She didn't care if she covered up the murder. She did not care. And so it's really interesting watching that experience and how that's infiltrated her, but not to mention, like, she knows what it is to have somebody mess with your family and take away your husband, but she also sat there. I know exactly what Carly went through when they were at the cemetery. Like that was a very turning point of a conversation to have a shared experience of what it's like to lose your life partner. So Elizabeth, that anger, I feel like she can feel it super easily. And I could see how she could feel defensive of Carly or angry for her because she sat there. She lived it herself, but heard it firsthand from Carly and knows exactly what she went through.
1: Okay, so I totally love what you're saying because, okay, there's this whole, you know, Jason, you're still my best friend, but I was in love with you and you're away right now. And I'm trying to navigate this life of being with Sunny. And remember how insecure she was when, you know, her and Jason were getting married and she still thinks she is... old self and that people will judge her and see her in a certain light but look at the women we saw her with this week you know we saw her have this very serious so she has I don't know if it's to show that like she does have her circle of strong women she has Olivia on her side and she has Elizabeth on her side and people are surprising her and that's the support she's going to need when things go awry with Sunny
0: but you know what's happening implicitly all of those people are validating her feelings and her instincts and Sunny isn't
1: Yes. Yes. Absolutely.
0: Also, super cute though is that in this episode we had the mamas and the babies. We had Cam, Josh, Trina, and we had Portia, Liz, and Carly. Oh, that's true. I love right it. in that little like <laughs> in that scene today, so I thought that was cute.
1: Very cute. So talking about you know Elizabeth and Carly, let's just go to Kelly's for a little bit. It was oh, so no. flipping weird. <laughs> that is what I wrote down the whole time mm-hmm. that Esme was there it was so hard to watch because we are under the notion right now like both of us have kind of theorized that she's older than what she's saying she is and now she's mm-hmm. manipulating you know Joss and Cam they're talking about sex a lot which is totally weirding me out <laughs> As yeah to what she's trying what kind of scheme or what her plan is in either pitting them against each other or kind of manipulating them to push towards each other as a distraction so they're not paying attention to no. her and Spencer
0: okay this is what I think is happening hold oh uh-huh. on okay. um, I think because today I saw her weirdo smile she's like yes, and I'm like oh my gosh I think she is basically getting off on the fact that she's manipulating them into like a big decision right because that decision to have sex is a decision that is between two people in a relationship and she manipulated the situation to kind of make an outcome happens. so basically loving that control but also if this is their first time as she suspects that they're gonna have sex how heartbreaking would it be that they take that big step and then she steps in between that and then sleeps with cam
1: Uh, uh, all of this is making me cringe
0: (laughs) but i can see her kind of doing that and you talk about the idea of her being older didn't you catch that comment where she says i'm just trying to have an adult conversation with you
1: oh, yes, I did. And that's why it's still stuck in my head. And then we get into the creepy zone when she is volunteering and she's talking to Ryan and she says, our plans went awry, but don't worry, things will be okay. And she touched his hand. She
0: didn't, even, she didn't just touch it. She like grabbed it with force, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And so now I'm wondering, going back um, to when they first saw each other, I'm wondering if maybe his reaction was that, her showing up wasn't part of the plan and
1: Mm -hmm. he might've
0: been annoyed that she was maybe going rogue uh, or something like that, because clearly they have some plans working together. And I think it might've been there kind of like all along.
1: I think so too honestly like because he didn't react to her this time and maybe the like she said now the plan went awry so he didn't know that the plan was going sideways when he saw her the first time he's like what the h are you doing here
0: yeah and i mean we i put out that question you know that idea to to everybody on instagram you know like what can first ava or ryan and a lot of people suspect ryan first and ava as a byproduct
1: yes it's getting really creepy and twisted and i think what bothers me more is that even though she may be older than what she says she's still young like i don't know what Nell was represented as age-wise when she was there but it's just like really really creepy because she's like so young and she's manipulating the teens and it's just messed up
0: but like what is the plan right because at this Mm -hmm. point Ryan is involved so we obviously believe that Ava is involved to some shape or form and if Ryan is obsessed with Ava at this point is he looking you know to have her like is he obsessed with her in that way right where it's Mm -hmm. like I want you and I want you away from Nicholas or is he at this place where he wants to harm her?
1: Oh, you know, he's so messed up that it could be the whole harm thing. And I'm, I'm very curious to see where it's going to go because where we stand now, Spencer and his father and Ava don't have a relationship. Like, how, how much more can Esme manipulate the situation for it to get back on track?
0: Like, she really wants that money, oh. right? <laughs> And it looks like Spencer is putting that together. Like when he saw Trina (laughs) at the hospital, I love how they're laying the groundwork about money being a thing. Be like, wait, Trina, (laughs) do you love me for more than my money? And she's like, yeah, man, and and I love her answer last night. So last night, you're not rich, your father is, and yes. I love that. Right, I love that she pointed that out. And when he saw his paycheck, and I'm laughing, cause he's like, he's looking at his paycheck off of two days, being like, <laughs> yeah. how are we supposed to live off this? And I'm <laughs> like, maybe work more days a week, like just as a starting point to gauge this. But I was just thinking, an answer to that question would have intrigued us. A so part of me's like, did he go to the gallery? for like budgeting advice because i felt like <laughs> if anybody who could have guided him it, it, it would it would be trina but then that whole that whole meeting yeah. went in a different direction so they had a very like impassioned conversation and it really hit spencer you know she was really calling on him and being his own man and i guess it really kind of occurred to him for the first time that maybe i can just try to find my own self or whatnot but it was um it was a lot um to watch what he got from that conversation <laughs> <laughs> what he what he took from that um because that like like that was messed up right because he's like he tells his dad like hey I'm glad you're with Ava but I'm no longer your son P.S. Thanks, Trina, for all that advice. I, I know. Like, so I was bad. like, you realize this is not a, the best situation? to Like, it's awkward. Like, it's now Trina has to be like, I never told your son to, like, not be your son. I, I kind of said, don't be <laughs> your father's son, meaning, like, stand on your own. But you can still have a relationship while being independent and having a job. Like, all yes. those things can happen at the same time. So that was <laughs> a lot.
1: It was a lot, and he just storms off, and we'll wait to see what happened, but when I think it was their first meeting when he goes to see her, and and she gives him more of a speech, or this the beginning of the speech, but there was this really dramatic, soapy turn that this scene took, where she's standing at her desk, and then she flips her head around, and she says, I don't trust you any more than I trust my feelings for you, and I was like, what is happening right now (laughs) yes
0: yes i do remember that day where it was a little it was a little soapy to start for sure and i'm like look it's an interesting road like i'm loving this idea of spencer being on his own but even money wise he's like i need to make enough money to like Get an apartment for me and Esme. And I'm like, and Esme no. can't get a job. Like exactly. uh, she can't get because like to Esme's like, oh my God, you're not working for money. You're working to like to get in good with your dad <laughs> and Ava is why you're working. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know how she's gonna feel when he's like, no, no, like I permanently like I I say I accept you guys, but I don't want to be in your life. Like that's I don't know how she's gonna take that, she's but like
1: she's going to lose her mind.
0: But does he realize it's messed up to go to Trina? Because it's, it's sometimes he's really, like, <laughs> flirting with her and, and touching her and be like, I really care about you. And then he'll, mm-hmm. like, bring up Esme. And I love how Trina calls, like, goes, yes, well, Spence, what do you want? Like, she uses the name Esme has for him. Oh, I didn't catch that. <laughs> she does that sometimes when he's around. So, like, so I know, like, I know that Nicholas isn't the best. Okay?
1: I know that. The understatement of the century.
0: Do <laughs> you know what's really bad? What? But... For some reason, I buy into, like, all of his logic. I know it's so bad, but, like, when he, like, when he was talking to to Alexis, I was, like, I don't know. It's, like, impressive, like, pretty well played, like, that whole thing. <laughs> that the governor, you know, he needs his reputation. I'm, like, okay. And then when he was talking to Sean, I'm, like, those are some pretty good points. He's, like, well, if Hayden doesn't care... <laughs>
1: Why should you?
0: And I'm like, I think he's got you there. I think you should just let it go. I think he's got it all covered. Like, I don't know why, but I'm just like, you're right, Nicholas. I don't know why. I really don't know why. (laughs) But isn't that kind of huge? Like, that's a really big point.
1: It is. And I totally forgot
0: (laughs) that Hayden knows that he did it and still worked with him. Yeah. For like money, I'm assuming, or whatever. I think my favorite
1: part of Nicholas this week was, you know, when he heard about Hayden's mom, uh, her dying turning into homicide. He just like kind of mental noted that. But the way the scene ended, it almost looked like he was mentally tabulating in his head, going through his checklist, be like, Did I? Did but I, I do that?
0: But <laughs> I love that whole thing because he's like, He's like, I didn't do it directly, but I may be connected to that. And he's like, Uncle Victor, (laughs) did you murder Hayden's mom? Can you let me know? And he leaves (laughs) out in a (laughs) voicemail, knowing his (laughs) uncle is in custody. It's like, if they have his phone, just saying... You may not want to leave such a message. <laughs> hey, did you arrange the following murders of the following individuals? Because I know I didn't. So I was just cross-checking my murder list with your murder list. <laughs> it was the best. But I feel like when when Sean was all like, nicholas like i don't know like i almost believed you and i'm like no it's really easy like when he's murdered someone you could tell you could tell and then when he and then when he didn't murder someone he's like super innocent like a toddler he's like no no no, seriously like not that one though i didn't i didn't do (laughs) that one and then at one point i know sean is in the right i know he is but when Mm -hmm. he was like reaching being like oh well then fine fine if hayden's okay with it and everyone's moved on but me you know then then it was like what about the her mother and then he's like what about violet he's like at the very least give me the 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 shooter the person you hired and i was like honestly sean just let it go like i really feel like i feel like you're beating a dead horse with this thing like i hate to say but he's right nobody cares violet is pretty smiley uh, most of her grandparents are absent anyway. It's fine. She's okay. <laughs> like she's okay. I mean her dad just got a kiss the chef apron and she's pretty happy about it. So I
1: know and I do like that in the end he did take the money to do something good and that he's trying to get, you know, like right? on board with I thought that was a really nice turn that it took because he's trying Could to she... find
0: his way. Could you believe that she got released on the same day she got a new scarf? <laughs> <laughs> It's a Bones day. (laughs) Uh, So, like, okay. Okay, this is bad, right? Because I Mm -hmm. know Nicholas is bad. I know. I know. But every time Alexis, like, is all upset over it, I'm like, don't you think you're being a little dramatic? Like, she's all like, he's gone to the dark side. I'm like, okay, like, chill. It's, you know, you you act like darkness is like this static state of mind. It ebbs and flows, right? (laughs) He may not always be in the darkness. It'll get better. I'm like, geez, what rigid thinking. Like, chill get some perspective like I just feel like it's not that bad like okay, you've well, met then- the Cassidines like it's something wrong with me that I'm just blind to Nicholas being like he's not that bad and I think that you know him really well and you've been
1: watching for a long time but you are kind of right in terms of like Alexis's perspective that she can be very hard I mean even in the way she described her children like she's they very much fit into a mold she's like i miss being home and seeing my daughter's fight i miss fighting with christina about her life choices and then she'll throw mine in my face
0: it's like, no 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 that was really messed up okay because what? she she made a general statement about all her kids yeah. and then she calls out christina and she, she like she didn't say i miss fighting with christina she misses watching them fight And disapproving of Christina. Like I basically she's saying I can't wait to disapprove of her so she could throw prison in my face. And I thought that was a little messed up that you jokingly admitted to targeting Christina because you want her to punish you. What? That's really messed up. But that's the darkness. Like
1: she talks about Nicholas, like if he gets the darkness out of him (laughs) by an exorcism or something, Mm that he's just going to be this normal person. She still has a lot of darkness, a lot of weird things that she just hasn't come to grips with. Like she's been in this place where she can be introspective and take a look at her life and her relationships and her choices. And this is what she said.
0: Yeah. I thought that was really messed up. Yeah. But also, so her and Sean are just going to live together.
1: Yeah. So, so,
0: so Alexis and her daughter are going to room with Sean and his son. is really that funny? no, and like the kids are never around, so it's gonna be like Alexis and him. So they're gonna work together on this foundation, right? So now Alexis has a path because she was afraid of, you know, to leave mm-hmm. because she's like, what do I do? Like here, are all the choices and everything is set. So they're gonna work together and live together. Who knows if they're actually gonna like? I don't know, rekindle anything? Because that was a pretty good relationship that they had together. And the whole issue was the fact that he was still in the mob. So. Right? Like, it was the legal stuff that was getting in the way. And now they're both on the same side on the same project.
1: Well, there you go. It's like, relationship, dot, dot, dot. Let's see what happens.
0: There was an adventure that happened. And it happened for, like, an episode, I believe. And no one ever returned to find out what's going on with, like, Britt and Obrecht. So, did you like that? Okay? Because, remember, Jason and Britt were, like, in a wetsuit. So nice. (laughs) anyways in the dark and they can see so sometimes you can see in the dark (laughs) and sometimes you can't okay okay even though it looks the same so i was like is this really happening because brit is in the dark but we can see her and i know she can see stuff and in that scene she had to pretend like she didn't she couldn't touch or see anything and then grabs a spear and shoots her mom yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, so that's happening. That is happening. And also, um, about the wetsuits, what did you think about Jason's reaction to her asking him to turn around?
1: Well, I was like, okay, is it supposed to be, like, now that you bring up the pitch black thing, I'm like, okay, was it supposed to be pitch black? Like, was he not supposed to actually be able to see her? Because I'm like, dude, so you're just going to, like, stand there and gawk at her? I, while share- she-
0: I can't see. See? See, it looks like I'm looking at you, but I, you can't even see me, so I don't even know why you would be out. I was like, this is just really so weird. So weird! And then he, like, made this, like, smirk thingy. I don't know, I'm like, does Jason think, because they did it one time in a dark lighthouse, and now I'm not even sure how dark, dark is in Fort Charles. <laughs> sometimes you can see others in the dark, and sometimes you really can't. <laughs> sometimes a day is two weeks, and sometimes it's just a day. It's hard. It's so hard. (laughs) Um, It's very hard. Okay, so I I don't know what that was. Um, And even Obrecht sort of teased her about it. I love what she said. She's like, watch out danger and gratitude are powerful aphrodisiacs. I thought that was super funny. Like, oh I mean, the, the, the woman is like, a spirit in her. Like, it's a terrible situation, and I just loved her attitude, right? Like, the jokes that she's making when Brit discovers her. I just, like, she's, she's really on that Jason and Brit thing.
1: Oh yeah, like she was so she got all the gossip with the spear in her. She knows. Like, I know. I Carly. know <laughs> that Jason is single. That there's potentially something there, and she should go for it.
0: <laughs> I I loved it all, and so how did you feel about Jason and Peter scenes?
1: <laughs> I okay, so we knew that Pete that this Peter thing has to go on, but I loved seeing Jason in his element. Like we haven't really seen him in that position in a while. And it, it yeah. is very sexy, very good. Yeah,
0: I wrote that. I wrote so hot when he threatens Peter. <laughs> Thank you for reading that, Very, like, I
1: feel like you fixed your glasses and then you look down. And, you look down. <laughs> um, and I love that, you know, he made the guards move and everything. I obviously had a hard time with what happened when they went back to where Britt was with Obrecht.
0: But I loved that part because that's the thing about Jason and Sonny. They're mob people, right? Mm -hmm. And they deal with other mobsters or lowlifes, as they call them. (laughs) (laughs) But then we have other kinds of bad guys, villains, like a Faison, like a Peter. And Peter can be sometimes a little theatrical, you know what I mean? I loved
1: his narration.
0: (laughs) Right. So it's like Jason is very much like, I'm here to murder you shut up (laughs) and like and peter's trying to do his villain thing that's why i find it funny when you have jason sunny that cross villains because it's like worlds colliding because peter's doing his villainy thing and jason's like shut up move over there (laughs) say words in the walkie-talkie i love that and then like when they when they went back to the boathouse first of all i was like super convenient Okay, mm-hmm. that Drew and Obrecht did together. So, one, I was like, bonus, everybody found each other. It's pretty happy about <laughs> that. And then, yes. two, I was really excited that Peter's, like, Peter from the Nina scenes was back, where he, like, poked funds at the whole situation.
1: Yes, I absolutely love it. I mean, one, it was a family reunion. Then you have Peter yes. narrating the whole situation. You have two Jasons in the room. You have, you know, like, it was such an awesome oh, Okay. Scene
0: okay, did you not laugh when Peter was like, this is your brother. And Jason's face was like, no, no, it looks kind (laughs) of (laughs) different. Because I got to commercial and it was like super funny because it's like a whole other human person. And I just loved Britt and Obrecht. They're like, oh my God, who cares? Just shoot Peter. I know. (laughs) We we are prepared to live with the consequences. We don't care. Um, And so like, Obrecht made headway with Drew, right? They develop a bit of a bond. You know, Drew developed a bond with Valentin. Some people think this. Do you suspect that perhaps he's faking?
1: I really want to believe it, especially when Obrecht made it a point of saying scout. He didn't really flinch, but I still felt that maybe there was something there, that he has an ulterior plan, that that conversation had an impact on him. So I am on the side of, please let it be him just kind of faking, and then he's going to save the day.
0: So we do have somebody on Instagram Rebecca 24 who kind of talks about this and this this detail I didn't go back to check okay so we talk Mm -hmm. about um you know the possibility of Drew faking and she points this out that when Drew left his cell he was looking at Scout's name.
1: Yeah, so I really think that conversation he had with Obrecht and like made a huge impact on him so I I am on the side I'm I want him to be okay, not
0: under the spell. But you know what would have been a really good time to, like, sh- show people you weren't under the spell? <laughs> like, this week. I like, you, 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 you could Like, you could have just been like, bam. <laughs> and, then, and then everyone could get on the boat and head back. And, um... But I think there's more, right? I think that's the point. More to come on that island. Soap offers we've been on for 50 plus years. There needs to be more. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Good point. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> so so the mm-hmm, mission mm-hmm. is happening in Greece, but it's also continuing in Port Charles. Okay. So um Anna is just carrying around her prisoners or witnesses or whatever. <laughs> wherever she goes for the convenient sake of her investigation. So Victor is nearby being held at the PCPD An international criminal is being held wherever it is. And so she's making no headway and then goes to visit Valentine and is all like hush, hush about it. So, we know that Anna and Brooklyn have been put on the family list of approved families. Yes. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Right? So she's all in there being like, Oh, Valentine, I'm making no headway. And then he's all like, <laughs> Get Victor in here. I'll question him. And I'm like, Of course that's gonna happen. Of course, Valentine is in a hospital bed recovering from surgery and oh, yeah. kind of do a better job at the interrogation. And then she's like, But he's your dad and it's family. And it's like, yes. Yeah, I no, like you exactly. Because it's like even the whole Peter situation, in her mind, it's like Peter is my son nephew, and I have so many regrets. <laughs> Meanwhile, Valentine was more family to Peter, like he knew him yeah. most of his life. He's the one who has more guilt because Anna had left him with a loving family, or so she thought, because they're not her actual memories. Like, get over it. And so <laughs> and so, and so he actually snatched Peter from a loving family right, and handed him off to face on. so he has way more guilt and way more stuff to make up for, right, he did a bad thing and he also raised him, right, so even with all that even knowing that Valentine did something bad, at some point was like, I don't really owe you anymore things have gone too far, circumstances have changed, and I will mm-hmm. shoot you on sight, meanwhile Anna's still confused uh, right, yeah, she's searching for a man she doesn't really want to find yep <laughs> Uh, it shouldn't be that hard Just do what you usually do Carry <laughs> yeah, on as usual Exactly <laughs> um, Okay so So is also in Port Charles But so is like Robert Robert's in Port Charles Right he's back from mm-hmm. Greece mm-hmm. Getting a drink from an establishment With four whole walls <laughs> Yes It's nice And he sees Olivia and I mean, it's kind of bad how they do business, right? Like Carly's hashing it out with Nina in the restaurant. Olivia's drunk all over the (laughs) bar. I'm like, you guys, get it together. Um, (laughs) But I liked Robert being so on point, right? When she starts to go like... Maybe it's better with us. He's like, well, first of all, there's no history with us. There's no drama Mm -hmm. removed from real life. Like, it was insane, right? How logical he was. He was not playing into it. Like, we know that he has some feelings for her. But he's never kind of crossed that line ever. He's been protective of her, of course. Not a fan of Ned with reason. But Mm -hmm. at this point in time, right? He's like me. He points out that perhaps you're being unfair. With the Leo thing, she finally spoke to someone whose words meant something to her. And of course there's been cheating, right? Like what Ned Mm -hmm. did when he cheated, it was awful, right? He had this assumption and he took it way too far. He could have just, you know, spoken to her. The situation Mm -hmm. is different. They've been (laughs) separated, but he hasn't been Ted in a while.
1: No, and that's what's really... uh, That's
0: what's bad, right? Because at one point we were like, check that chemistry between Olivia and Robert. Oh my gosh, I would love to see how that would go down. The timing of it is terrible. Because lots of time has passed since he cheated. If it was earlier on, she might have been justified, yeah. right? It would have been sucky for Robert. Because ultimately, he would have been pulled in the middle. And he did get pulled into the middle now.
1: And mm-hmm. it did make
0: me think, like, oh, is this the whole Alan Monica thing, right? Like, they both cheat. Not that I could have pictured a scenario in which she would. And Olivia doesn't feel that she did by a technicality.
1: I know. And that's what was cringy about it. Like, I felt really... I wouldn't say entirely bad for Ned, but just timing wise and with everything going on, it's just snowballing with all this stuff with you. Yeah. And the fact that Robert could get through to her and he's like, Well, why don't you say this to Ned? Like, why are you yeah. sitting here saying it to me? And then after that she still kisses him. That's when I was like, No, nah, no. Nah. This
0: exactly <laughs> Exactly. because now it's you know now she's got a little blood on her hands too right yeah it's not just that she can't just hop on her high horse and be like you're this you're that you know and and plus he happened to be at a museum okay yeah. talking to <laughs> trina and i was like why are you guys talking but they were i know <laughs> found some common ground he's gonna support her in her show yes
1: love that so much okay.
0: And you can go out and actually find these pictures for real though. Oh, I did not Google that. Okay, Knitting the Blues just told me. So that's how I know. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't check, I didn't check, but apparently you can. So we can kind of get a preview of this exhibit before Trina puts the whole thing together. Um, I love how Ava was like, I'm so glad that you're backing this, but I still think you need to buy a painting. And then (laughs) Olivia saw that dog and was like, I love dogs, this is the worst Oh my god, she... that
1: scene was amazing yeah. When she ran out crying loudly And stomping away with the Giant canvas, like that just That made no, it me was.
0: It was amazing, like she did the <laughs> Drunk scenes just Fabulously
1: Right? I loved it so much, oh my god And then Robert, okay, wait, Robert got Punched in the face, but he like bounced back, right?
0: Yeah, because I don't think There was actually contact <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, yeah, 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 like he, he, he got up and then they had some words. Okay, okay, yes, 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 Yeah, they All had right. words, they had words. Oh. Um. So did you notice that Ned brought up Kip? And apparently Nina also knows a Kip?
1: Yeah, what's the deal with that? Can you refresh my memory?
0: So apparently Kip is going to help Maxie and Brooklyn mm-hmm, mm-hmm. trap Gladys so they have some leverage on her.
1: Which... What kind of leverage can they get on Gladys? <laughs> I
0: don't <laughs> I'm very curious I don't even know. See. I don't even know. Like Austin suspects that she has something on Brooklyn and I think he'll try to 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 get that. Um yes. but there's a baby at stake, right? There's actually a baby to protect at stake in this whole situation. And look, Brooklyn, like she's like, whatever. We she just needs to stay quiet until we catch Peter. Like Brooklyn mm-hmm. is going to catch hell for this, but that's what she signed up for. And I mean That's going to be rough.
1: That's going to be rough,
0: but she's trying to hold that end of the bargain until, you know, Bailey is safe. But I have no idea. And I I love how she had to point out to Gladys, if you tell Valentine, you get no more money. (laughs) There's no leverage and you can't blackmail me. Like, I really don't know what she was thinking, but luckily Brooklyn kind of pointed that out to her.
1: I think it's because Gladys is a hot head. So she doesn't really have any strategy towards what she's doing. She has one idea and she just runs with it without thinking of the consequences or thinking of what happens next. So Seriously. I am curious to see like what skeleton she does have in her closet or how this kit plays into all of this.
0: Because because that's the thing. If she was just going to like tell Valentine and have that be that, it means that all she wanted from this really big secret was one day off of work and going to the spa. And that's what she shoes? was. <laughs> that's what she was gonna do with all that leverage.
1: Oh my goodness. Take a day off work. Is...
0: That was amazing to me. Okay, so last thing we have Portia is working overtime. Okay. Hey, around hey. Mystery Dash. She's like, I'm freaked out. I need to figure this out. And so Elizabeth helps. And it was kind of cool to have Elizabeth, you know, use her art skills. Yeah, uh, for somebody I loved it. right? For somebody who hasn't drawn in a while, she's pretty damn good and accurate. And so it puts everything together for Portia, right? She recognizes this person, TJ recognizes this person, and Curtis's waitress recognizes this person. Yes. And Curtis thinks Mystery Dad looks familiar.
1: Well, here's the thing. If this dude is a bad guy and faked his death, who's to say he didn't have a little plastic surgery to move things around, so he isn't totally recognizable
0: true because that's the thing like you know there's hints that it could be his dad because he's like never talked about his dad and then in the scene he talks about his dad it was like where is Waldo except there he is in your face (laughs) in every scene and and then they brought up could he be working for Cyrus and I was like what and it looks like he's protecting Curtis right because there was also this threat like Dante highlighted you're a cash business that could be preying on you and that was exactly Joey Novak's plan I just thought it was interesting that Dante questioned Curtis, and Curtis never once said the patron he was harassing was Carly. That's true, right? Well, he didn't say it, but I imagine that, I think Carly mentioned that Dante did call her at some point in time, but I thought those scenes were interesting. But yeah, I think it could be both, right? It's possible that this is his father, because he said how his dad died, but we don't really know what happened. Could it be that his dad was into some bad things, and mm-hmm. that's what they decided to do? Like. Yeah fake his death leave them keep the family safe and this background the whole time his dad's like a powerful mob boss or something of the sort
1: well i thought you just say that makes me think about you you're like curtis is finally interesting
0: (laughs) you heard that undertone eh yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) yep Oh, my goodness. And I love that Elizabeth, you know, she's intertwined with Carly. She's intertwined with Portia. And she was kind of like a little bit of a voice of reason, like a, everybody's champion this week.
0: Well, she was, right? She was cheerleading Portia and Carly, right? That cute mom trio plus kid trio.
1: Absolutely love it. So you know what? We'll go to the and stars first. was her first. birthday. I know, I want to see a party, so I'm going to give a gold star to Elizabeth.
0: Um, Yes, 100%, because she was definitely the supporter. You know who I'm giving mine to? Yeah. I'm giving it to Spencer. Like, you know, he comes in, he's taking on a role that is, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's a legacy character, and it's always hard to see somebody else take that spot. But, you know, he's really earned it. I really find watching him, he's coming into his own, and he's been amazing.
1: Yes, he's had a lot of heavy scenes and and so much interaction this week that uh, I agree with you, definitely uh, on the same page as you with the star. Um, Do you have a favorite line?
0: I have other stars, actually. No favorite line, I don't think, but Mm -hmm. I have other stars. I want to give stars to that whole scene with Joey Novak, Gladys, and Carly. Right, yes. Joey Novak for being because he kind of freaked me out, right? That whole mm-hmm. hothead, and it was like, "Oh oh, like, crazy is coming to town, right? When he had those yeah. scenes. And he commented on our post, so that's fun. So he's like, Woo-hoo! right? Um, <laughs> and Gladys's face, and just Carly being a badass, so I kind of like want to throw stars to that entire scene,
1: oh oh, one hundred percent, I agree with you. Okay, so (laughs) I'm going to end it with my favorite line, which was from Trina talking to Spencer. And she's like, be you, not some money-grubbing little phony.
0: (laughs) Yeah, she was good. She has some lines uh, for him.
1: (laughs) She sure did. Oh, my gosh. Okay, we covered all the things. We did the stars. We said the line. Have a fantastic weekend, everybody. Bye. Bye. That's a wrap.